Wicky, wicky, wicky. What's that noise? Wicky, 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 wicky room. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Wiki 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 Room. I'm your host, Kev Baldassarian, and I'm here with my co host once again, Ryan Hicks. Hello, once again, I am here with my, my co host. No, once kidding. again, my father. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? Huh? I know, it's been a while. It Well, for us, it has, but we had that tequila episode that you put out. Um, it was a couple days ago. I, no, no, it was last week. No way yeah, yeah. already. Well, yeah, dude, time flies, man. Yeah, it's Christmas. When you having fun? Christmas has come and gone. I don't think we've had an episode since we had Christmas. No. How was it for you? Good. It was fun, dude. Dude, a lot of lot of family, of course. Um, a lot of you know what? Not as much drinking as I thought we would have, but it was still very fun. That's not the point of Christmas. I think it's because you eat a lot, so dude, it's, you- it's hard to balance the two. I ate so much, man. Yeah, you're like, okay, I can't, I can't do both. My my stomach can only fill so much. I mean, I was going to talk about this more in the in the chow because, it, it, like Chinese food, uh, like a good Chinese place, steakhouses, um, just going out. Yeah, you, so you know you, I mean? you had your Christmas dinner, family mm-hmm, dinners mm-hmm. at home, and then you also went out to eat a couple times, right? For at least like three times. Your yeah. uncle's birthday? No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my ninongs. Ninongs. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ninong. Yeah, happy birthday. The, the whatever of the the three Ninongs. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you say Ninang and it sounds like Ninong and I'm Wait, just like Well, here's the thing. Ninong means uncle, but it's just yeah. I have my uncle and then Ninong is like I like, know what I'm talking about. Like unc- uncle enough. Uncle in law also it, is a Ninong. He's unk. Unk. Hey, come on, unk. <laughs> You've heard that, right? Yeah, yeah. But okay, we're okay. we're gonna talk about your steakhouse of Yeah, yeah. And you also had Chinese Chinese food? Chinese food on Christmas Day. Oh. Yeah, that's where we went because, dude, Chinese places are always open on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. they don't they don't care about Saint Nick. <laughs> we, <laughs> don't, you? we don't either. We didn't even do a history your, episode. <laughs> How was your Christmas though? It was good. Yeah, yeah it was fun. I, I had a couple of days off and also like still worked during the week. It was weird. You know, why it was wow. weird. It was because Christmas Day fell on a Monday, right? Uh huh. So my whole week was messed up. The whole, whole idea of a weekend kind you of had different just, hours every day didn't you yeah yeah and it was also weird just having christmas day on a monday because then you think it's monday after that Mm -hmm. but it was no it was was chill i have a couple days off for new year's it's been nice you see a lot of people like your family that you haven't hung out with a lot and you think you're like hyped up to hang out with each other again bro um i mean everybody knows this and it's all over social media when it's like like Christmas and New Year's, you're like, okay, I have a couple days to rest. Oh, fuck, New Year's, we're going right back in it, right back <laughs> into the bender. You know what I mean? Because you're, New Year's is like more of a drinking. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, almost, it's almost second only to ap- St. Patty's only Day. Only appetizers. Right? Yeah, only apps. Bro, no, dude, why would you get a full meal? But dude, here's the thing about New Year's is that it's not like any other holiday where you have to plan it out. You can't just start off strong. And then be passed out by midnight. You know what I mean? That's happened to us. Yeah. Not us, but uh, people around us. Remember that one time we went to Vegas and mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. got so excited. <laughs> everyone in Vegas we gets just very excited up. to midnight and then everyone just passed out everywhere. Like It's it's actually, I, this might sound sensationalistic, but it seems like New Year's is the day that people go to sleep the earliest in, in Vegas. I think so. Also, I remember a Vegas trip. I think it was 2019. 
Maybe, it was. I, I, I'm not sure. Where, the, where, the no, no, no. Where we went to fucking see Gucci. <laughs> he was there. Gucci Mane. He made an appearance. We, we didn't or, see and him. Too Short, no? No, Too Short was the, like the first time we went. Oh, okay, okay. I don't even listen to Too Short's music ever. <laughs> I just remember we had to dress up and we had to get tickets. And it was... There was there was appetizers. There was actually... There was, dude. There appetizers was, and drinks. People walking around with appetizers. I think huh? that's why we saw like everyone kind of passed out in that club. It seemed like they were sweeping up people. <laughs> like it was so that's why i have this idea in my head there was a man a, a large man who almost he just couldn't get up he was just Dude. he was just sliding around oh remember like the episode of kevin a, with the a, chili oh yeah, yeah 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 just on a dirty floor sliding around <laughs> that's so gross dude anyways i mean I'm, <laughs> anyway, anyways, <laughs> anyways man fun, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> um let's well, start this excitement let's do talk end time let's we? do talk end time <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got too excited. I know. <laughs> Look, if you're gonna do the sound bite, slow slow down for that part. All right. So today we have Modelo Negra. Modelo Negra. <laughs> Are you happy? Sorry, I had to. I, I I had to do it. Um. All right. So let's try this. It looks like a an amber color. It's you, you know, know what's weird is. You think like negra means black and very, well, very, very dark, but it's it almost like a little bit more caramel. Yeah, yeah. It's a very dark caramel, though. You know, it's okay. I think it's it might be too dark for my liking. You know what I mean? Like it has, the taste. It has those notes. It yeah. has those notes, right? But it's it it's okay. I think it's for me. It's average. I feel like it needs to be more carbonated or something. Oh, maybe, that too. Maybe, maybe I made the the cup too uh cold there is no carbonation almost right like that's something i could probably shotgun i think that's why it's a little weird is that it's missing some carbonation so how do you like it i think it's good by i think from the beers we're more looking for light stuff that's what that's what i'm starting to realize we like honestly i'd rather have a regular modello yeah then does modello have a light beer no, they right? might, they might somewhere, they might. But, but we don't see him. We don't see him. Yeah, never. Modelo, yeah, I'd have normal, but sometimes you know what? When it comes in the bottle, it's too skunked. Yeah, already, dude. You can smell it. When, yeah, like it's the, a clear bottle. Yeah. So clear bottles, it's that's a mixed bag right there. That's why Rolling Rock, bro, green bottle. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, uh, if a green bottle is good. Uh, I, I know, know brown is probably the best. Um, Which this one comes in. Yeah, I you know what I want is a Newcastle. I haven't had that. Newcastle, you know what? I asked for not one. Too, I'm not that much into it. Huh? I'm not that much into Newcastle. I thought you liked Ambers. Um, I do. I do. Remember you were getting into them? I was. I was. But there's certain Ambers, like light, Only lighter. Only Pizza Port Ambers. Pizza Port Ambers are different. Like, this is that. that's different from this. Have, have, you've heard of Fat Tire, right? Yeah, yeah, Fat Tire. That one's okay, too. <laughs> Just... <laughs> came to the show where we talk about okay things <laughs> okay so this is a regular this beer. is right in the middle this is this is not I bottom would, yeah because not bottom with natty daddy hurricane what else is on the bottom colt 45 is definitely on the bottom yeah the is this it's better the bottom is three. this better than sapporo of course so we can save from last week really better than sapporo yeah yeah probably Sapporo was just it was just the kind what, what of about soapy the, bitterness what's up what about the prickly pear i think that one's better than this I like the prickly pear. It's refreshing. So this is almost the bottom. <laughs> it's like the last of the middle. Yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> right? It's probably the last of the middle. There's a middle category now. There is, there is. So there's bottom, bottom. There's middle, bottom. There's middle, top. And there's top, top. Yeah, this is like... 
And then there's sloppy top. Hot, like, like. <laughs> you missed my joke. Middle to low class income. No, I'm kidding. I love how because you were thinking of your own joke, you didn't. Even, you weren't even paying attention to mine. I wasn't. I'm what sorry. What do you think this is? What I'm do you think sorry, this is? bro. I'm selfish. Is this a conversation to you or oh what? Oh my god. You know what? That's my new uh, New Year's resolution. Listen to my friends. Listen more. I actually have one New Year's resolution. You want to talk uh, about it right now? No, not right now. Oh, you don't get to hear it because we're getting into a very, very passionate topic for us. They, this, right? This topic we hold dear to our hearts. I love right. how you're imp- improvising what you're about to say because you have no idea what's in your brain right now, I feel like. Well, I've... Okay, just announce it. Announce it. <laughs> announce what we're talking the, about. The Hunger Games. The, the Hunger, Hunger Games, Games trilogy. By Suzanne Collins. Suzanne Collins. Bro, I remember... Um, this was 10 years ago when we fucking read this book. The yeah, books, the trilogy. We read it in sophomore year. That's when we became good friends. Sophomore year is 2012. Oh, yeah, so it's 11, 14, 11, 12, 11, 12, 12 years. years. 11, 12 years. So I remember the things that I want to remember. I think we would mostly, let's be honest, we mostly would just talk about Team Gale and Team PETA. Dude, and Gale definitely should have won. You think, wait, what? Um, you PETA, think PETA should have won? You know, I feel like Josh Hutcherson, I'm not saying he's a bad actor, but I feel like he messed up the idea of PETA uh-huh. because PETA in the books He's maybe taller. <laughs> okay, just, okay, dude. It's all about height. <laughs> Look, what I wanted was him to be at least 5'10", uh-huh. not six feet. What is he doing up there? <laughs> um, Gail, who played Gail again? Uh, Liam Hemsworth. I Liam think that, was, Hemsworth. that was an okay casting. That was okay. What about... Well, wait, wait, where's Finnick? Oh, there <laughs> he is. <laughs> so stupid, uh, dude. Sam Claflin. There was Sam Claflin for that. Bro, his but, fucking traps and clavicle... Like the way his he his was body okay. Was? I think he. You know what? I know this might be a weird analysis, but I think he needed more time to bulk up. I don't think he had enough time because you can tell. Well, I remember when I I used to be really into the forums back in the day. Like mm-hmm. I was I was into like what the, who they were gonna cast Finnick as because it was in the dark for a while. I knew it was gonna be possibly Garrett Headland. Um, people would say like Ryan Gosling. No way, Ryan Gosling. No, he's not. He, he's. It it's told it's too miscast. Like he doesn't belong on the on that cast. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. And I think there was a few others. It would be nice to see like what what were the possibilities. But I think he needed more time to get into that that bod. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, but, you didn't like Gail though. Gail was all right. Liam oh. Hemsworth. He wasn't really in it. I think both that of them much. were all right. Josh Hutcherson just you can't get Liam Hemsworth who's like six three at least, and then who's a stud. And Josh Hutcherson also a stud, but five seven. So. Um, I know height is not a big deal, but when it comes to movies, you have to, it's all about the aesthetics, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But anyway, so Hunger Games is a series of young adult dystopian novels written written by American author Suzanne Collins. The young adult dystopian novels are just a a category in itself. Like, what is it? The Maze Runner? Never, I've never seen that. Never seen The Maze Runner? No. Uh, But I've heard, this is another thing where it's like, the books came out first, and then when the movie came out, it, everybody was all excited because it was a big, popular um, book series, right? Was it yeah. not? Have you seen? Did you what, Maze Runner? Yeah, it was very popular. And then there was also, I don't know what the trilogy is called, but it was with, it was Divergent, Insurgent. It was with the uh, Shailene Woodley. I think and I Theo saw James. Divergent. Yeah, those weren't great either. Hey, what was Hunger the Games one? was pretty good. I think a lot of people liked it. I think I'm I'm mixing up 
um, Maze Runner with Ender's Game. Have you heard of Ender's oh, Game? Oh, yeah. See, isn't there so many? There's yeah. a lot. I didn't watch those either. Yeah. I, Ready I, Player I One. Ready Player One. I like the concept. I still never watched it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first three novels are part of a trilogy following teenage protagonist Katniss Everdeen. And the fourth book is a prequel set 64 years before the original. 64 years. You watched it. I didn't. Yeah. So. Um, what would you rank it in the. We won't rank the other ones yet. But where would you rank the prequel? It's so hard because. There's part one and two, by the way. I think I liked it. Well, wasn't there three movies? There's four movies. There's part one and two yeah. for Mocking. I think I like this better than the last Hunger Games. But. I like the first and second so f- better. So this is somewhere you know I mean? in the middle or yeah. third. Okay. Yeah. J- j- but it, look, uh, um, but no spoilers for the new one, but that movie for the prequel, it, it's really setting up the way snow thinks he, it's a young snow pre- president snow. Yeah. It's how he thinks, how he got to power and all that stuff and how the hunger games, like the beginning of it started, you know, because I think there were only, it, like it what they weren't that much into the Hunger Games, like it it was still start, new. If I'm yeah, exactly sense. yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're still forming what the Hunger Games meant, you know. And so so you, you kind of go on this roller coaster of oh okay I I know why President Snow thinks this way. He's the way oh he is. I why is he doing it? You know, you're you, just you on his winter coaster. arc, you know. Definitely winter arc. <laughs> definitely, villain arc, vi- it's really a villain arc. Yeah, you know, villain Snow, character. Because Snow does arc. become a villain for the most part. You know, but he does have an origin story. Mm-hmm. He's not just a malicious guy. So the novels in the trilogy are titled The Hunger Games, which is the first one, 2008. That's when the book came out. So we read The Hunger Games around four years after. Uh huh. So and you got me into it, bro. I don't know how I got into it. That's why I want to remember. Oh, I think I we might have. Did we read it after we watched the first one? I think no, so. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched the first one not together, but I think. Reading the first one got us into reading it? I'm not sure. So then Catching Fire, 2009, so one year after, and then Mockingjay, 2010. So they came out in successive years. Each was adapted for film, establishing the Hunger Games film series. With the film adaptation of Mockingjay split into two feature-length motion pictures. The first two books in the series were New York Times bestsellers, and Mockingjay topped all U.S. bestseller lists upon its release. By the time the film adaptation of The Hunger Games was released in 2012, the publisher had reported over 26 million Hunger Games trilogy books in print, including movie tie-in books. What is movie tie-in? I think they're just saying the tie-in between it. Oh, movie tie-in books. Maybe like they gave you the movie? Okay, okay. I'm not sure. So The Hunger Games universe... I'm sorry. Can you go up? Yeah. The newest movie just came out, no? Yeah. So why does it say 2020? That was when the, when the book came out. Oh, so these are when the books came out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, is this about the movie or the novel? Um, oh, no, it's like I think it's the same thing. Okay. So you want to read a little bit? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the uh, the Hunger Games universe is a dystopia set in Pan Am, a North American country consisting of the wealthy capital and 13 districts in um, varying states of poverty. Uh, every year, children from the first 12 districts are selected via lottery to participate in a compulsory televised battle royale death match called the Hunger Games. 
bro. That's so, it's so fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's so fucked put up. Put the children. Put the children in there. Put the children, dude. I, I because I'm I'm remembering the movie and it, there is a sad. Um, They're saying they should have let Primrose fight. They, they <laughs> see what she was. She was just be helping other people. Okay, out. okay. This isn't a spoiler, but in the newest movie, there's a girl who is like, she's like probably seven with Down syndrome. Oh shit! And she's in it, you know. Okay, okay. No more, no more spoilers. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think that was a spoiler, but um, <laughs> anything okay, is a spoiler to me. Anyways, I'm I'm, it, I'm one of those people. It's just crazy the idea of this. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because this is different from like the purge or something where everybody's for everybody. Like they're like, we don't care who it is. At least it's just like 24 children. The purge is just everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just by chance. Uh, So have you seen Battle Royale? That's a, that's a Japanese movie, I think, right? I don't think I have. I don't think I've seen it. That's why everyone was like, oh, did you know they stole it from Battle Royale? And it's... I was like, sorry, I haven't seen that. I, I'm I've not only, surprised. I've only seen Hunger Games. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read this next one. Yeah, yeah. So the 13th District was also subjected to this, but they led a rebellion against the Capitol and brought them to surrender. Since District 13 specialized in nuclear weaponry, the Capitol quickly surrendered and agreed to a spa- uh, peace deal. They both agreed that the residents of District 13 would all move underground and the land above would be bombed to make it seem like the capital had won. Here's the thing about a war like this is with the districts and the capital is that let's even if you win, like everything that you know is ru- is destroyed. You know yeah. what I mean? Your home, everything. And you just have to create a new and it's, it's tough. Yeah, the thing is also is, I think it was interesting that they they specialize in nuclear weaponry. I didn't know what, that. I didn't know that either. I feel like we forgot that part. Right. I was thinking about rereading it, but I never got into it. Also, I forgot about thirteen districts. I thought there was only twelve. Shh. I thought Katniss came from the twelfth district. Yeah, she came. She did come from the twelfth. Oh, district. oh, okay, okay. But the thirteenth district that was. You didn't find out about the 13th district until they found refuge in it in and, the later. And uh, it, it was season, a district the, that was like already like fucked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got screwed over. Yeah. So the novels were well received in August, 2012. The series ranked second exceeded only by the Harry Potter series and NPR's poll of the top hundred teen novels, which asked voters to choose their favorite young adult books. So do you like Harry Potter? Um, you know, I like it. I've never read a book. I tried. I tried to read the, because my brother and my cousin read it. Um, I tried to read 60 pages or I stopped at 60 pages. It's just too much, huh? It was just too, too many details. Man, it was too thick. I, I've just, I'm not good at reading. I, not that I'm not good at reading. It's, I just can't stick. I never have. But for some reason, Hunger Games found us both. When I make my first move. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you. You're you open to 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 attack the king. <laughs> I don't think that's what he says, but that's how he. No, sounds. you're good at it. You're, that's why I'm not going to even participate. Not me, not Hermione. You. <laughs> no, Ron. No, you can't. 
Their dance moves too. Where did that <laughs> even come from? I they, don't know. They were just making fun of it. No, that seems like. Remember when it happened? I was like, what? Why is this what happening? Are you doing? But like, you couldn't stop watching, <laughs> dude. I I remember getting because how how old were we when the first Harry Potter came out? We were we were young. I, <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was a long ass time ago. We were kids. I also. remember getting scared seeing Voldemort's face oh, on the back yeah. of that guy's head. Yeah. Right when when he when he took off his. There's certain nostalgia to that horror. Yeah. It, it Dude, was different the, when he took off the, the His little turban? scarf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, that's I how guess. he was wearing it. I remember getting scared, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's a face behind there." They did a great job with no with that nose. Movie. <laughs> Revolutionized, like they they had they had great graphics. But and, after uh, like, effects. okay, obviously, I I know we're switching topics, but obviously, Prisoner of Azkaban, great one is is my favorite. Yeah, his uncle, yeah, Unc. Uh, his Ninong. His Ninong was great, dude. <laughs> Ninong was, came in fucking... Ninong Gary Oldman. Expelliarmus. <laughs> um, hey, just do it one more time when I make my move. Just so. When I make my move, <laughs> then you're free to attack the queen. <laughs> oh, so good. so good. What is it? <laughs> He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> All right, you're done. You're done, but you're good. Yeah. I'd love you to keep going after. That's for, just for me. So, on August 17, 2012, Amazon announced the Hunger Games trilogy as its top seller, surpassing the record previously held by Harry Potter. And as of 2014, the trilogy has sold more than 65 million copies in the U.S. alone. Goddamn. Um, so, I'm trying to do some math. And so, let's say you sell, sell like 65 million copies, right? That's $10 each. Is it? Let's say okay. Let's say are you book buying is like one book or the trilogy? Each. Oh shit! No, it's copies, copies. So, but uh, one book is what I'm thinking. I would say like eight ninety nine. Say let's say ten dollars, right? So that's six hundred fifty million dollars just based on that. And they're books. How hard are and books they're to books, make? dude? I Burn could them. A, I could I could write a book. <laughs> just no periods. Okay, dude. No periods. No, just run on sentence. Run on sentences. People will appreciate the rawness. <laughs> when I make my move. <laughs> Don't do it, Kevin. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so a prequel novel titled The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes uh, about the early days of the Hunger Games featuring a young Cor- Coriolanus. Coriolanus? How do they say in the... Coriolanus. Coriolanus Snow. As uh, that's the first time I've asked Coriolanus. you for uh, pronunciation. I forgot. I thought it was Cornelius, but but he's he's the protagonist. Yes, and this was released in 2020, which is pretty crazy. She was like, "Okay, fine, I guess." But this is the book, right? I need a little extra money. The book was released. In yeah, 2020. the book was released in 2020. I didn't even know. So Did that's you? pretty big. That's pretty quick turnaround. I think they were like, "Look, make the book." And then we can sell that and then also make the movie. You know what's funny? You know, I didn't like the idea of a prequel. I almost, but they ended. The sad part is that they kind of ended the story. Well, the yeah. Kat, the Katniss story. I think because they just didn't want to deal with it anymore. They just did the, right? they, both, a lot of work. they both had PTSD. That's yeah. it, guys. PTSD. That, dude, that's seriously how it was. Didn't they end off with PETA and them having kids? Yeah. yeah. Remember? Just having seizures randomly, you know. Well, dude, Peter got fucked up after the oh, fir- after yeah. the the second movie, where where they split it into two. Yeah, they gave him ayahuasca and he never recovered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was the prequel has been sold by Stamola Literary Studio into thirty five territories to date. Nice. 
what territories. <laughs> <laughs> so next, we'll get into setting a little bit. Okay. Where it's located. It seems like based on what I see here on the articles that they're compared to certain areas in North America. Yeah. And, and Pan Am. Pan Am. It, th- so it's a post-apocalyptic nation. What's Pan Am? So maybe it was, that's, huh? What's Pan Am? Pan Am is the whole uh, thing. Is the whole place, this this nation. So it's located in North America. I'm more interested on how it got to this. What was the apocalypse? Go farther. Pre-prequel. Go deeper. Yeah. So the, the country consists of a wealthy capital city, which is located in the Rocky Mountains. Where, where are they getting Rocky this from? Rocky Mountain, huh? Let me, see, let me see the footnote really quick. So this is a, the footnote was from 2008, Scholastic Press. So they're saying, yeah, it's located in the Rocky Mountains. Surrounded, it's surrounded by 12, originally 13, poorer districts ruled by the capital. So then the capital is lavishly rich and technologically advanced, but the sh- districts are in varying states of poverty. The trilogy's narrator and protagonist, Catan Severdeen, lives in District 12, as we said, the poorest region of Pan Am, located in Appalachia. Appalachia. So, so this is, oh, and th- that's where people regularly die of starvation. That's the eastern United States. Where Do you know where the Appalachia is? It's by, it says it's by like New York, Pennsylvania. Write in if you know more. <laughs> Please. Wait, wait. So eat, um, the lower you go in districts, the poorer it is, right? The higher you go. I think it's more poor the lower is like good the careers when you mean lower the career district you know i'm sorry when when i said i i meant higher in terms of one two three four like number and so the 12th is the poorest but i i think we're saying the same thing yeah yeah yeah. we're saying the same thing i get you no so yeah the yeah once you go lower or lower or higher Mm -hmm. going towards 12 it gets more poor more poor (laughs) (laughs) um and then the trilogy like we said, yeah, it's uh, Katniss Everdeen is in District 12. Uh, people usually die of star- starvation unless a little boy throws you some dirty burnt bread. Yeah, dude. In the mud. Said, eat this. <laughs> Pita. <laughs> Bro, I remember this one scene. I used, to, I used to be really into the Hunger Games memes. I remember, dude, how, how many times was that the joke? Like, I volunteer as tribute. Would, pe- would somebody oh, say yeah, that? Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, oh my god, that's Hunger Games, right? <laughs> you're Katniss. Shut the fuck up. May the odds ever, may the odds be ever in your favor, dude. People yeah. always said that shit. No, I I remember when they were trying to uh, set the tone for how poor District Twelve is. Um, they saw they there was this guy, like some old guy, skinny, just eating bones that they weren't full chicken. Like they were already bones that were deep. Like de-meated or oh, de-boned, de- you know what yeah, I mean? Defleshed, deflesh, and he was just eating the ends, putting it in like a tin pan, like in, or was on the stoop. That, that was in the movie. Oh, in the movie. I, I remember when they were trying to like, this is how poor this state is, and it and it was all like gloomy and everything, you know. Damn, just all sad. It was like the it was like Anchorage, Alaska. So no, yeah, that, that's the thing is, it's Kidding. mostly about North America, and like I said, post-apocalyptic, and then. They said as a punishment for a past rebellion against the capital called the Dark Days, Dark to Who, in which District 13 was destroyed, one boy and one girl from each district between the ages of 12 and 18 are selected by lottery to compete in an ad- annual pageant called the Hunger Games. It's a pageant. Mm-hmm. They were nice things, and then they killed them. So then the games are a televised event in which the participants called tributes 
are forced to fight to the death in the dangerous public arena of different themes. I love how they give these like nice super theme, like very nice, clever themes, especially I, like I, Catching Fire. Yeah, super cool. I, I kind of want to talk about the new movie. It's not a spoiler. It's in the fucking trailer. What, what about it? Okay, so you know how the new set of or, or not not the new one, the in the original Hunger Games, they're in like a huge vast land yeah right and they have the cornucopia in the middle mm-hmm. this in the songbird and, and inside of tgifs <laughs> no it's like in literally just a dome oh it, it's like a dome but there's no grass it's it's like a call a very small coliseum you know what i mean and and that's where they always are held but it was just super small and shit, and it was just weird. Just ended in two hours. Yeah, and and you know what's funny? Um, do you remember that guy who who's the host, or he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you, everybody. Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. He's also in this one, and he's just super young. Do they make him look young in it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They 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 kind of yeah. They tr- they tried their best. Yeah. So then the lone victor and their home district are then rewarded with food, supplies, and riches. They they have like a victor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they call it, but where the victors live. Victor's Village or something like that. Oh, yeah. Victorville. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not a Victor's Village. Uh, the purposes of the Hunger Games are to provide entertainment for the capital and to remind the districts that they're poor. Yeah. Hey, dude, you remember how fucked it was when, because remember it was like the 25th or was it the 75th anniversary yeah. and, and they get, uh, they get out the card and they're like, all the champions go into the hunger games. That oh. was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? That's, we got to go through it again. Step up. It's like, obviously it wasn't cutting it that we're putting children in there. Let's put the people who had to go through it once before one more time. They needed the views. Once I make, <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop, bro. <laughs> no. I just want you to do it. That's why. After, after. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're, you're, uh, you're stopping me. So then, uh, you can talk about structure a little bit. This is All actually right. a this little. Is a it's small interesting. Part. Yeah. So the structure. Um, each book in the Hunger Games trilogy has three sections of nine chapters each. Collins, uh, which is the author has said this format comes from her playwriting background which taught her to write in a three-act structure um her previous series the underland chronicles never heard of it which i'll say is uh it's a series of five epic fantasy novels which is that's a lot of novels for uh yeah. chronicles you know but it tells the story of a boy named gregor and his adventures in the underland a subterranean world located under new york city is subterranean that's just underground. That That's just underground. I thought for a reason. I was thinking like it was like little, under the terrarium. That was like <laughs> in the water, but I don't think that's true. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think it's just underground. Anyways, so so that uh, the Underland Chronicles was also written in the, in the same way. Um, she sees each group of nine chapters as a separate part of the story, and comp and uh, comments still call the uh, those divisions act breaks. So it, it is very like so th- uh, play written. And what's interesting is the three act structure. It's also it's often called the setup, uh-huh. the confrontation, and then the resolution. Which that's a, I think I think that's a good structure. I I think like that that gives a good way of thinking about a book. You know. Well, that's like a you want to come to a resolution, right? Like a three paragraph essay. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Like there, like there's the intro and then the meat of it. 
and then the the conclusion, the resolution. Yeah, where like right? a lot of things happen. But yeah, that's it's. Uh, I didn't realize that I was in that that structure. Yeah, I was I was just a little baby. I wasn't reading, <laughs> I wasn't realizing what I was reading. Hey, do you think they should have split Mockingjay into two? Or uh, the, the second Catching movie. Fire? Catching Fire. I think they should have split Catching Fire into two. Yeah, that would have been better. That, that would have been, been so nice. Because the middle, you want the middle to be two. Mm-hmm. Once you're at the end, you want that to just go through quick. The middle, that would have been so nice. Catching Fire was, I think, because it's in the Wait, middle. Wait, didn't they? Wasn't Catching The second movie, They didn't they split that into two? No, Catching Fire was one movie. Oh, okay, okay. Wouldn't so it have been nice? Awesome. It, it would have been like nice. going on vacation, right? You want the meat of it to be longer mm-hmm. you want it to last mm-hmm. longer that's why i think i wanted with catching fire i didn't really the mockingjay i feel like that could have been that could have been shortened it could have may should have made them all part one part twos you know <laughs> you want to you want to get into origins i feel like this is uh pretty interesting yeah you want to get into it you, oh okay yeah. sure no no yeah i asked you but wait, wait wait before we get into origins oh oh it's time for Kevin's favorite things. Uh oh, uh oh. Kevin's, Kevin's favorite, favorite things, things, things. Kevin's favorite things, <laughs> things, things. I, so this one's gonna be more of a current events one. Okay. Uh, so I want to know what your favorite song is right now, or multiple songs. Um. So I do have a couple. Um. I know for one, there is uh, one of my favorite songs is by Journey. And it's called Stone in Love. I've never heard that one. Bro. Is it with those the new guy? crazy nights I do remember? Bro, it, it's just the, the tone of it and just fucking hell yeah, dude. I love listening to the live version of it. But it it's tough because you know, I listen to a lot of songs. Um, but that one is probably my favorite right now. You're gonna um, be that guy who goes to cover band concerts when you get older. Oh, bro, just like my dad. <laughs> he does dude, that? dude he loves live music and he's like yeah we're going to this like it's almost like an 80s bar but they have live music and it's a cover band what's the last cover band concert he's gone to do you remember or well it's not a concert it's, it's like a bar that yeah, you go yeah to. exactly what's one that you went to I, I went to the bar and they were playing live music but they were playing uh it was like a i think a, a van halen it, <laughs> I, it was like a van halen cover band or yeah, some shit like that that's pretty heavy. It that's is. Some it, good, it was some, pretty cool. It, it was pretty guitar. cool. Um, no, but then there's another favorite song that I do like, and it's uh, it's by Drake, and <laughs> um, it's uh, it's from his newest album, The Duality of Man. Excuse me. No, Drake no, it's it's uh, You Broke My Heart, and it's about like you know your ex and shit. But it, you know, she didn't break my heart. But I just really love that song. He's deep like that. right now. Drake is deep. I think he's just funny on uh, social media. Bro, he's fucking hilarious. What was the last one he was doing? The- Bro, he was doing the 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 tweeters and deleters. <laughs> you you guys make me sick to my stomach, fam. <laughs> the unbelievers, the, the, the tweet the, the, and deleters. Yeah, dude, <laughs> made me sick to my <laughs> my stomach, fams. Fams, he was a fam. Fams. I don't know why he just like he could just. He Go off the cuff. and yeah, that's, and that's it the works. best part about him. He's, I I know and I I know he's done uh, bad things, but there's sometimes where it's like uh, first thing I'm like, oh shit, that was a little bit funny. Mm-hmm, but yeah, yeah. But I'm anyways, sure. uh, Stone in Love Journey. I, I think that's my top. Uh, pick we, right we now. should listen to that later. We should. I will definitely play it. 
And uh, do you want do you want to know mine or no no I wanted to keep going with the article. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not you. The article. <laughs> no, yes, of course. Mine's in too deep by uh, Genesis. Wow. How does that go again, bro? That's a Phil Collins shit. And um, damn. Why why do I not know how it goes? Come on. You know I love you, but I just can't. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm in too deep, deep, right? You know I love you. Yeah, it's good. What is that from? You know what's crazy is I need to look more into Genesis, but I I think it's crazy how Phil Collins he became eventually the singer, but his first Peter Gabriel. I was asking my dad about this because I I wasn't around when Genesis was uh, in their prime. No, no, no. Phil Collins was the drummer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Peter Gabriel was the lead singer. And he left, right? He left, and then I think that's when um, Collins made his... Made his move. Made his move. So, Peter Gabriel, maybe, maybe he was maybe he was more... he wanted, That's that's why I have to look into is I think he wanted to go solo, right? Yeah, one of those well, he guys. did. He did. Maybe he was like, he's the, he's the lead man, you know? So, you want to eventually spread your wings. And, and Phil Collins was just like, all right. And then he also made the Tarzan soundtrack. Yes, he did. <laughs> Um, I just love the Tarzan soundtrack. You just went, <laughs> you went too hard. He did very good on that one, but that also in too deep. That's from another movie. It's probably. I feel like that would be in a it lot has to be of a movies. Disney movie too. His a lot of his stuff is in a lot of movies. Yeah, uh, in the air, of course, dude. You know what? You know what's crazy? I I've never watched Miami Vice. Right? I think Miami Vice is from the eighties, but mm-hmm. there was a scene with the song, and it's crazy what miami vice their their camera angles and uh, during that time it just seems crazy for the 80s did you watch an episode no i just watched the, oh it was like the intro of an episode i from their pilot and i thought it was really cool is it like like f- from very far and then zooming into a it was car also like on the the side yeah the side of a car on the wheel i was like that's you know that's some hey, good camera know, work good job 80s <laughs> <laughs> bro it's Anyways. so crazy man that's 45 years ago <laughs> oh oh well, I mean, it's 44, yeah, if, 44, but still, man. That's a while. Dude, I remember I brought that up to my uh, dad, and he was like, yeah, don't remind me. Don't. Y- you don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Stop talking, son. <laughs> so anyways, that is that is it for Kevin's favorite thing. I like that one. That's yeah. a good one. No, that is good. I, I think... I need to. I think I just want to know more songs that people are listening to. I need more inspiration. So now we can get into Origins. And this is more, I think, Origins of how not origins of the story but like why she came to make this kind of story Mm -hmm. right like like what what the characters are based off of or the the plot the plot okay okay post-apocalyptic nation so collins says she drew inspiration for the series from both classical and contemporary sources her main classical source uh of inspiration is the greek myth of theseus and the minotaur in which as a punishment for past crimes Minos forces Athens to sacrifice seven youths, youths, and seven maidens for the to the Minotaur, which kills them in a vast labyrinth. It's not Minotaur. Minotaur, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, it was a, is a labyrinth like a weird? It's like almost like it's a, a maze. arena. It's a maze. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. So Colin says that even as a child, she was stunned by the idea since it was just so cruel to force Athens to sacrifice its own children. It is pretty crazy to sacrifice children they're so innocent why people they can't really find bad in them even if they could 
you forgive them because they're children. I think that's the crazy part is these innocent children you're just sending to be killed. So Collins also cites as a classical inspiration the Roman gladiator games, obvious. She feels three key elements create a good game. Three key elements. Wow, I like this. An all-powerful and ruthless government. Check. People forced to fight to the death. Check. Forced. And the game's role as a source of popular entertainment. This is it's it's crazy because um back then I thought the gladiators they were gladiators so they kind of they wanted to do this right yeah. that's where they fight the lion and shit in the in the arena and everybody um watches and shit What do you have that's watched their entertainment huh What do you have watched What do I have watched What no would you have watched it back in the day if you were there Um I would get tickets I I think it's like the modern day uh like UFC fight Yeah it is Right Would you watch baseball or UFC you know it's Oh like- definitely UFC dude <laughs> Come on, man. It's crazy. It's a spectacle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So then we'll now get into the contemporary source, which is the contemporary source of inspiration was Colin's recent fascination with reality television programs. She says they are like the Hunger Games because the games are not just entertainment, but also a reminder to the districts of their rebellion. Okay. And that's interesting. So Colin says that while she was channel surfing the television on a quiet night, she saw people competing for a prize and then saw footage of the Iraq or Iraq war. She described how the two combined in an unsettling way to create her first ideas for the series. It's the juxtaposition, maybe. Juxtaposition. Good word. So it's like people are competing for a prize, but at the same time, it's war. And mm-hmm. having that at the same time is just crazy. And so, especially, the, they're both one click of each other, you know? And so it's like, you're, you're, even if you do win... At what cost? Yeah. At what cost are you going to win this? So that was her contemporary source. And that that concludes the part of the origins, which I think sums it up pretty well. Yeah, that was good. And now we can get into the novels. I think I, I, I was going to ask you, I don't want to ask Kevin's favorite things with just the, what's your favorite novel, but did you have a favorite one? Um, It's tough, man, because I haven't seen it in so long. I do remember really liking the first one. Uh, but also I I do really like the what when they actually ex- uh, escape the the bubble. Remember? Oh, in catching, like, like, catching fire in, in catching fire where they they really like um um what, what, there was a brother and sister. Oh oh, like I for, I for, beetle I for, or yeah well, so, something like that. Anyways, um. Uh, I, I I like that type where okay we're in this, but we're, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get out of here. But there's a whole plan to it. it. It's that was like oh shit, dude, this is fucking interesting. Yeah, they're just not right? vi- they're not just vibing out trying to actually win. They're yeah, trying to get out. I, I think I like that. No, it was cool. There, the Catching Fire was a great great arena too. So we'll get into the first novel, which it was released in 2008. So the Hunger Games follows 16 year old Katniss Everdeen. She was 16. And a girl from District 12 who volunteers to be in the 74th Hunger Games, as we know in Catching Fire, was the Court of Quell. Yep. Um, she, oh, that's what it's called. She volunteered as tribute for Primrose. And then Peta, Peta Malark was also selected. Uh, no one was going to volunteer for him. <laughs> who once saved Katniss from starvation when they were children, when he threw the bread, remember? And oh, yeah. they are mentored by their district's only living victor. So they have one victor, Hamish Abernathy, also know, uh, acted as 
What's his uh, fucking name? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. He, they he gave him a great. weird haircut. Yeah, the long hair that was like funny. parted. Yeah, so he won. He won two, 24 years earlier and has since since led a solitary life of alcoholism. Did he? How, how did he, he? He died in the last one, or he he didn't die, but because he was no, he didn't die. I don't think so. But how did he get out of out of what? I'm sorry. He was still in it, right? Uh, the oh. quarter quell? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you only have to get two victories from each game. That's why he wasn't in it. The, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. From each yeah, district, P- you mean. PETA volunteered. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So PETA confesses his longtime secret love for Katniss on the televised interview prior to the games. Remember that? Bro, she was like, what oh. the fuck was that, man? What are you doing? <laughs> but And they're like, oh, I think they love it. No, this is good. You got to play on yeah, this. You know what's funny is a lot in the books, PETA is known as the very charming one. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone thought he was charming. He was great in the show. Like, remember when they would do the, the televised interviews? He was the one that everyone loved. Cadness was more of just very rugged mm-hmm. and doesn't mm-hmm. talk a lot, very blunt. And so he was he was trying to make things better for her. And I think that that's what it sets up for. So this revelation stuns Katniss who usually does not allow herself to think of romantic attraction due to her traumatic childhood and her fear of losing future children to the Hunger Games. However, she believes that PETA is only feigning love for her as a tactic for the games. So I think the reason why she was... I love how we're like talking so passionately. No, this is good. I am talking passionately. Keep going. Is maybe she didn't even think about it. First, because of her traumatic childhood. Second, because she thought, oh, he's just using it as a tactic. He doesn't... She doesn't necessarily trust him yet. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, because why would she, technically they're playing against each other? Yeah, no one has ever thought about. Oh, we're gonna win together. Well, th- here's the thing that I wanted to bring up too. When they're doing the first movie, there's like a couple districts that get together, and there's like a team of six f- trying to fuck up, ev- trying to kill everybody else. But then it's like, okay, how how are they gonna solve that when it's just them? You know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, or I, not obviously, but. That's why he was trying to gain some attraction so but, that they can possibly get care packages and stuff. Yeah, that oh, that too. At, or at least for Katniss, you know. So then, in the arena, Peta saves Katniss's life multiple times without her realizing. What? I don't what remember when. I don't know. Katniss uh, uh, allies with Rue, great ally, a young tribute from District Eleven who reminds Katniss of her sister. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ally with the. The young child who I will eventually have to see die. When Rue is killed, uh, Katniss places flowers around her body as an act of defiance towards the capital. That is an act of defiance because you're just supposed to let someone die. Yeah. You're- they get picked up. They get thrown away in the trash. But she gave her a proper burial in mm-hmm. a way. And that was like mourn her death. You know. And then she, that's when she started doing the three fingers. <laughs> do, 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 do. Right? Yeah. Right. I couldn't whistle it, but. Uh, so the remaining tributes are alerted to a rule change, allowing tributes from the same district to win as a team. So this happened uh, a little bit. I think it was maybe when they're having their little uh, romance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So then Katniss finds a seriously wounded Peta. Remember? Remember Dude, when he's hiding? He, he in was the baked. Tree? <laughs> Dude, he he like baked himself, or he not pain, baked. Pain, he painted pain, himself pain. with makeup, like. Dude, that was pretty good. It was, dude. There's so many memes about it, like everybody killing everybody else, and just, Peta's just putting on makeup. <laughs> just, <laughs> Try, dude, that was he was like a tree bark, right? Yeah, he was seriously wounded though. Seriously, dude, he was wounded. fucked up. 
and rather than compete alone and be un- unencumbered by him, she risks her life and nurses him back to health. Hamish advises her to feign feelings for Peta in order to gain wealthy sponsors who can provide crucial supplies to the star-crossed lovers during the games. As she allows herself to get close to Peta, she develops real feelings for him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I wish I was them. <laughs> I wish I was dying. <laughs> oh, if only I can find this kind of circumstance. Oh, if only I could volunteer as tribute and then find my true love while being killed. But, but also, hopefully not die. I don't want to die. Um... <laughs> So when all of the other tributes are dead, the rule change is abruptly revoked. Which is crazy. They're like, oh, here you go. Psych. Gotcha, bitch. (laughs) Kill each other. (laughs) With neither willing to kill the other, Katniss comes up with a solution, a double suicide by eating poisonous berries. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Yeah. This forces the authorities to concede that they have both won the games just in time to save their lives. During after the games... Katniss's genuine feelings for Peter grow and she struggles to reconcile them with the fact that their relationship developed under duress. Oh, and they get it on. So Hamish warns her that the danger is far from over. The authorities are furious at being made fools and the only way to try to allay their anger is to continue to pretend that her actions were because of her love for Peter. Uh, Romeo and Juliet type and nothing shit. else. On the journey home, Peter is dismayed to learn of the, the deception. That's tough, man. How dare you? Yeah, dude. I thought you loved me. <laughs> I fucking saved your Bro, life. It was a game. How many it times? Was, regardless of whether or not she developed feelings for you, you just got out of a very traumatizing game. Yeah. Give it, give it some time. It's just you know? fucked, man. How, but how, also, how old is Peter? To be fair, they're also kids. How old they're, is Peter? He's, I think he's like 16, 17. Could have fooled me. Imagine he's 12, but she's 16. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit, dog. Damn. Hey, represent. But yeah. So that was the first book. Mm-hmm. Great book, right? That we was talked about this. We would talk about best. this all the time in class. The be- that's all we talked about. Yeah. We're no, just welding. We would, text, we would text about it too. Bro. My mom, mom would be like, who are you texting? Like, it's just, it's just Ryan. Bro, She's my, like, you got to stop doing that. <laughs> my dad was like, are you reading a book? Oh, what are you asking? Is that? Yeah, because I'd be in my room just reading on my... I think I had a Kindle at the time. <laughs> you had a little Kindle. Right? I just... And he's like, are you actually reading? Um, what What did the school uh, tell you to read? And I'm like, no, 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 dad. Dad, this is the Hunger Games. I'm reading this by myself. On my own. <laughs> it's the Hunger Games, bro. <laughs> bro, you need to watch this shit. You need to fucking read that shit. No, but he, he was just really surprised. Dude, <laughs> I've never read a book that the, the school... Um, demanded. What is it called? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. The, the signed, the signed. Uh, assigned. Uh, I've never done a signed reading. He's but. probably happy. For yeah, a he was. While. He he was happy. He was like, hey, as long as as long as you're literate, yeah. <laughs> right? I'm glad you're able to comprehend. So we finished the Hunger Games, and now that's the Hunger Games, the self-titled first one, and now the second one, Catching Fire, which mm-hmm. I would say is the best one. I, I most exciting. There it's was exciting. It was like a reunion, reunion Hunger Games. They brought all the the victors back, so there was a lot of strong personalities. Finnick O'Dare. Hey, the, hey, that's the one where that that lady was in it. Joanna Mason. Joanna Mason. That's yeah, that was her name. Yeah, I think yep. we were trying, we were having a hard time a couple episodes ago. So in Catching Fire, which begins six months after the conclusion of the Hunger Games, Katniss learns that her defiance in the previous novel has started a chain reaction that has inspired rebellion in the districts. So this is, this is what happens is, yeah, like it's six months after they know it started something. Mm-hmm. It started something in those districts. 
And they have to go on this victory tour, right? And part of it was that... So, yeah, the, uh, actually, I'll read because it's going to talk about it. So, President Snow threatens to harm Katniss's family and friends if she does not help to defuse the unrest and marry PETA. Oh, that's put a ring on. Put a ring on it. So, meanwhile, PETA has become aware of Katniss's disingenuous love for him. While, but while he feels sad, he does not pressure her in any way. He has also been informed of Snow's threats, so he promises to help keep up the act to spare the citizens of District 12. Candace's best friend, Gail Hawthorne, and also part of the love triangle, confesses his love for Candace, which shocks and confuses her. What? Hey, another thing about PETA, he's just a good guy. He's, he's a good, just a nice guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. The, the only nice guy to finish to uh, finish first. <laughs> no, <laughs> kidding. So Candace and PETA tour the districts. As victors and plan a public wedding, you while they to. follow Snow's, or, Snow's orders and keep up the ruse, Katniss and Peeta inadvertently fuel the rebellion, and the Mockingjay pin she wears becomes its symbol. They hot new merch came out. It was <laughs> Mockingjay pin. Everyone was buying it off Amazon. Oh, I remember. I think my mom bought me one because <laughs> I was really into it. Hey, oh. wear this to school, <laughs> mom. No. <laughs> I'm lame, except Kevin. <laughs> so district by district, the citizens of Pan Am begin to stage, <coughs> excuse me, you begin right? to stage uprisings against the capital. Stone announces a special 75th edition of the Hunger Games known as the Quarter Quell, in which Katniss and Peeta are forced to compete with other past victors, effectively canceling the wedding. That's why. You just, they're That's trying tough. to... They're trying to influence the PR situation right here. Is their PR situation, but is very political. Mm-hmm. You know, they want they want to defuse that unrest. So, Candace believes that Peta should survive these games instead of her. Okay, he's so she's trying to be a good guy, but Peta's a better guy, and 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 she dedicates her life to saving him. Peta, in turn, dedicates his life. To saving here. Uh oh. How about that? <laughs> and they both acknowledge the other's opposite intentions. At Haymitch's urging, the pair teams up with several other tributes and manages to destroy the arena and escape the games. Hey. They they skip the best part, which was the no, clock they, in the middle. The clock. TikTok. 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 All right, crazy woman, crazy lady. <laughs> TikTok. 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 That's what I was talking about with the sister, brother, sister. Or were they brother sister or were they together? I think they might have been a brother sister situation, but that was a, an entirely different one. Um, Beatty, Beatty, the guy, the nerd, uh, and whatever the crazy little lady. That was another crazy lady that wasn't Madge. Uh, no. Was the one saying TikTok? But TikTok, but here's TikTok. the thing, I remember Hamish was like, I, I and I forgot they if, teamed up, and she's like, "Why would we team up with them? They're a little cuckoo." No, no, I I forgot if it's this movie, but Hamish was like, "Hey." be here like he knew the plan of 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 as um there was a plan getting out of the arena after the fact you learn that there was certain things that were put into place and hamish knew though i don't think Peter knew no no uh did katniss i don't don't think think they knew either either but but uh hamish was like hey do this do this team up with these people you know there are certain checkpoints yeah yeah yeah. because bd was a smart guy Mm -hmm. bd was smart and he was very good with tools or whatever making things explosive things to take away that what is that field the magnetic field bro i would love to rewatch this yeah right I think so yeah it would be nice i think i'd be down 
to i don't know if i'd be down to start with the first one but definitely catching fire definitely catching fire i will you know smoke a couple bowls you know what's nice is i know it would have been cool to be part one and two but because it was one movie it was good it it, it left you wanting more i think and that's pretty important and we got more yeah so then yeah like we said uh Katniss is rescued by rebel forces from District 13 and learns that the capital has captured both PETA and their District 7 ally, Joanna Mason. So they were, they forgot PETA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guys, we lost PETA. <laughs> hey, but I remember everybody hated Joanna Mason and thought she was a total villain, right? She, uh, she until is kind she of proved a villain. Her, yeah, but until she proved herself yeah. to being remember, an remember ally. Remember when she asked, I think she asked her in the arm to take her chip out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but at first she was like, what the fuck are you doing? I think Katniss, they were trying to save her. That mm-hmm. was most important is because Peta wasn't, Peta might have been likable, nice guy, but he wasn't a face of a rebellion. You know? No. Hell no. Nice guys finish last until mm-hmm. later on. So then Katniss ultimately learns to her surprise that she had inadvertently been an integral part of the rebellion all along. Her rescue had been jointly planned by Hamish, Plutarch Heavensby, who which was he was the guy a who, games maker, that was uh, but he got suicided, he got uh, unalived by hanging, right? Philip Seymour Hoffman, I, I'm not sure, but R.I.P. He was oh, a very good actor. Oh, Plutarch, that that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying real life. Philip Seymour Hoffman died in real life. Oh no, yes, I I do know that. Who was the other games Seneca maker? Seneca Crane. That's who I was thinking. Seneca Crane. It was very ironic. He walks into his his um, VIP hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and sees berries, right? And sees berries, and he's like, "Fuck, man, that's good though. That's good though. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> good one, Snow." And then he All made right. he made a suicidal acai bowl, and then he was done. <laughs> and then and Finnick O'Dare, Finnick O'Dare was great in it. I thought Sam Claflin was he was a good enough cast. And then at the knowledge that Peta has been captured and will now be tortured and killed, Katniss is furious and loses the will to live. Well, that's sweet. That's tough. I wish someone would lose that the will is. to live for me. <laughs> and then, so Gail informs her that the Capitol has destroyed District 12 in retaliation. After some hesitation, Katniss joins the rebels. Well, you have no choice. Yeah, they you can't. destroyed your home. Um, you got to keep going. Yeah. So that's why she was, she was like, okay, I'm down. We need to get, they, they, they had this plan. She was just part of the plan. What are you going to do now? You're mm-hmm. one person. You were, she's kind of just a pawn in a way. And then, we can get into Mockingjay, but I don't think we're going to get too much into the details. I know we're supposed to see this through, but Mockingjay was pretty interesting. There was the president coin, right? It it was more of uh, of everything that happens outside of the arena, right? Yeah. It, and like, the political side. The political side and so, the capital and all that shit. And the war and how war is. You know what's funny is looking back at it now, especially after seeing a lot of the conflicts happening around us, and with me is like seeing a lot of conflicts in Armenia. You see, I know it's just I know it's just Hunger Games and it's stupid and it's this dystopian novel, but you see some real things that like kind of hit home and how shit happens. Yeah, the war. Yeah, like how bad things happen. People are sacrificed for the better good, and so you see President Coin who was trying to mm-hmm. lead a rebellion, and it's weird. It's like one leader against another, right? So it's her against Snow. She wants to be the new the new leader of this new nation, right? And eventually, at the end, Katniss kills her. Yes. Which is pretty crazy because I think he, she saw 
that she wasn't maybe going to be a good leader either because she wanted, I think she wanted the capital children to be in their own Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that, that's fucking crazy. She's like, all right, let's put a, <laughs> let's put a bullet through her. All right, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, of course, they all have PTSD. <laughs> they all, all have shit, PTSD. Uh, where, was, oh, oh, hey, um, talk about, I, I forgot the sister dies. Yeah, yeah, so by bombs. They, yeah, they were, dude, that she was, was so a medic. Sad. She was a medic on the front line, right? She was older, obviously, now. Yeah, and she was a medic on the front line, and she was helping people out, and she was killed by these little, uh, I think they look, they were like little care packages coming from parachutes. They were like landmines. They like prizes, but yeah, they were yeah. actually bombs. Yeah, they, they were like landmines in a present, yeah. floating. Imagine your white right. elephant gift was a bomb. That's it. <laughs> and that's how they got the little greedy capital children. It's like, oh, little, <laughs> oh, little gifts from the sky. <laughs> Thank God. And then, uh, so then the parachute, ex- one of the parachutes exploded on Primrose. And I think she never forgave Gail for that. And that's why people are like, well, it's not Wh- fair. Why, why did she blame Gail? Because he was part of that. He was part of those, those weapon... Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Those yes, yes. innovative weapon ideas. That's why PETA won. He, that's why people are saying is that... Uh, it, it kind of isn't his fault. Yeah. So then at the end of all of that, they, they obviously, they win. They get over, they make, they take over the capital. And then Coin, then, like we said before, Coin then asks the surviving victors to vote on a final Hunger Games involving the children of high-ranking capital officials, including Snow's granddaughter. In order to gain Coin's interest... Katniss and Hamish cast the deciding votes in favor of the scheme. However, at what is supposed to be Snow's execution, Katniss instead kills Coin with her bow instead of Snow. Snow laughs, then dies. Why? How does he die? Snow laughs, laughs, then dies. <laughs> <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Katniss attempts to commit suicide, but Peter stops her, and she is instead arrested. Why was Katniss going to commit suicide? Yeah, she was. She was it's tough. She was traumatized. It's tough, man. She's yeah, like, what's yeah, the point yeah. anymore? That obviously she saw that. What is? It? She has there no was family. No, there was no resolution to her in this war. It wasn't a happy ending. It was that one person just took over another. It's not that Coin was going to be necessarily a terrible leader, but it just felt like none of it was being saved. Prim also Prim died. I don't know. That's why I think that's why. Why I did I not even uh, let that? That that's definitely why. <laughs> definitely. She was trying to save Prim this whole time. Yeah, that's why she sacrificed. That's why she volunteered. Yeah, there was a whole point of this whole thing. How this all started was she was trying to save Prim and she wasn't able to save Prim. That sucks, man. Which is very sad. And then there was the epilogue. So I don't. I remember reading the epilogue and Katniss is tried eventually, but the jury believes she was mentally unfit and she is sent home to District 12. So they were like, whatever, go home. But both Katniss's mother and Gail take jobs in other districts. Damn, her mother was just like, yeet. Yeah. Uh, Peter regains his sanity. Um, Katniss settles down with him, and the two grow back together. After many years, she finally agrees to have children. They have a girl and then a boy who grow up in a world without the Hunger Games. To cope with her lingering PTSD, Katniss often spends time recounting every kind deed she has ever witnessed anyone do. That's heavy. That's fucking heavy. heavy. (laughs) It's... It's... I remember reading it, and I was Man. still there. Was resolution, but it was still really sad. Is that because it was? You'll forever live with this. Yeah, there are, there are sacrifices, people, human sacrifices. And then she will put this on her children. And then, oh yeah, for sure. You for should sure, have, you should have had children. Should have let it die with you. 
she should have uh she should have succeeded literally generational trauma yeah yeah that's what it's called who who knows and then there was the prequel what you said it was all right there are it was good it was good yeah but yeah it was and then some major themes that we'll go over because we just read a lot of i know we kind of just narrated the Uh, stories for you of course the cast so yeah it's the 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 major themes uh, are the distrust of authority right yes, you trust yes. the authorities fuck the police class i'm just kidding I, hold on i'm sorry i do i do trust authority it's just you know <laughs> he was just kidding guys uh class discrimination and caste uh resistance the ethics of entertainment that's a big one that we see now it's like how far have we gone you know well that's just like nobody wants to see a dead person right yeah but if there's an accident on the freeway everybody's gonna slow down dude yeah so and the last one is the origins and effects of war but that's a big one is what's crazy is i remember i was i was driving it was not remembering it was yesterday i was driving to work and it was there was a lot of traffic it was stop and go traffic and i thought it was because there was a car crash on my side but i realized it was a car crash on the other side dude that's even worse it's like it's on the other side and yeah and it's like it, it's like even if you don't look you're still slowing down and then all of a sudden it just opens up i always wonder is it compassion or is or curiosity no it's always curiosity <laughs> it's always like what the fuck happened dude how how did this happen yeah but that that's pretty much it it's uh, we talked about the themes a little bit earlier it's pretty it's pretty uh obvious what the themes are what do you think do you want to rewatch i would like to wa- rewatch catching fire and see see where it goes from there. <laughs> Do you think it's better to watch the prequel and then watch the first Hunger Games, or or is it better to watch? No, I would watch. I would watch them first. Yeah, yeah. you know they're they're separate. You know, uh, I think I'd watch just because it might be fun. Like I know the first one might not hit as hard, but I'd watch the first one first and then go to Catching Fire if I have okay. the patience and time. I would definitely. I I would probably smoke. <laughs> To to make it more like fuck, dude, like nostalgic, like also dude. war and death, just yeah. crying. Ah, oh, Rue, Rue, no, <laughs> fuck. Hey, yo, what up, Cadnes? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's it for Hunger Games. I, I I do love Hunger Games. Is part of our that was good. That was good. I thought I had a lot more to talk about with Hunger Games, but we got into pretty much all of it. Yeah. Right. So. Um, do you want to tell me about your, so, your wow pal? All right, so, so we are done with the article. Hunger Games was great. So about, I have a, a wow chow. Um, by the way, I went to a lot. I went to eat out a lot. Um, what the first one was with my Ninang and Ninong and they wanted to just take me out to celebrate me finishing school. Excuse me. So we went to this fancy Italian restaurant called like Tutti. It, it it's called like Tootie Munchie or something. Tootie, yeah, something like that. To where it, it was just super expensive, but very good steakhouse. Tootie Mangia, Italian chop house, and that was, I believe, it was near like Upland or whatever, right? But dude, that that place was great. And then fast forward to uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, I'm sorry, Christmas Day. Uh, I went on my with my mom's side of the family um, to a Chinese restaurant it's called it um it's in san gabriel it's called newport seafood restaurant oh newport you, seafood. you know that you know I think it? we have a few bro they're known for their lobster right that place how'd you get a reservation 
I I don't who, know, man. Who made the reservation? I think my mom. I, I feel like it's my, my mom did. It's a classic place. Aunt. I think they have a few. Dude, it's fucking good, man. And it's crazy because when we already had a reservation, right? But when my mom and I got there, there was like at least seven, eight families waiting to be seated. You know what I mean? It, it was just so crowded. Um, but they're known for their lobster. And this is kind of where the wow comes in. I'm 27 years old and I'm allergic to fish. But on that day, Christmas Day, I found out that I am able to eat lobster. Um, I want to know, which is very did he, good. Did he just take a chance? Uh, I did take a chance. Did you have any backups there, like uh, antihistamines? I took it right before. Oh, I took. What'd I took. Take? Um, I think a uh, Allegra. Oh, okay, so I think I took an like Allegra. Non drowsy. Yeah, non drowsy. It, it was either that or a Claritin, something like that. Okay, it was okay. non drowsy, but fucking lobster's so good. And then I also found out I could eat crab. You know, that's cool. Which I, I already knew because I could eat uh, shellfish, just not fish. But once I found out. I couldn't eat. I was allergic to fish. I kind of just stayed away from seafood. I wonder if we can pin this down for you. Maybe we'll look it up after. If there's like, because of this. Well, this, it, it's uh, only because crab and lobster are shellfish. Yeah. So and, shellfish you can do. Yeah. And uh, I took a chance because I was like, if I could eat shrimp, I should be able to eat this. Mm-hmm. You know? Anyways, uh, it was just very, very good food. You know, they had the, it was like pork chops, but it was. Not like the original pork chops. It was all. It was almost like orange chicken pork chops, right? And then they have the the uh, filet mignon with the onions, uh, fried fried rice. They have the fried rice, filet mignon, all that shit, dude. Onion. Um. Anyways, man, it was just a lot of eating. It's been a lot of eating. And then oh, we got a bottle of wine that I I only had like a glass and a half, you know. Um. But it, it was just a really fun, um like holidays with both sides my dad's side and my mom's side you know yeah, so, that's really nice. so yeah yeah that, that was it for me man what about you i think my wow was just uh is I, it a wow I, yeah christmas okay. day christmas day was nice we went to my brother's house i like his house it's a lot of natural natural lighting um he had a nice little tree that we also got together a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh just nice we, we were very picky when we go to pick a tree and then he had that all dolled up and then we, my dad made like a like a, a breakfast hash in a skillet. That was Ooh. really good. He put like a few eggs just on top and let them just kind of sunny side up on top. And you just mix the yolk on top in. of a hash brown. Uh, it was a, it was a what is it? Are you talking about like corn cheese beef and potato diced potatoes? Oh, I shit. what else was in it? But yeah, and he had some uh, sausage on the side. And then we got to open up presents. I love opening up presents. I don't even need to know what's in there. Just let me open something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what's funny? My, it's kind of sad. My mom, she 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 got me shoes, uh, and she wrapped them individually. I was joking. <laughs> I was joking the like uh, like a week before. I was like, hey, wrap those shoes individually. All right, I need more gifts. And she did though. She listened. She, what kind of shoes did you get? Well, I actually didn't keep them. They were too small. They were just Nike oh. running shoes from Nordstrom Rack. You know she wasn't gonna. Mm-hmm. Mom, first of all, run, running shoes from Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> Come on. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I'm, I'm good. I have my A6, you know. Uh, Tried and choose. Then what else? Uh, so I got, that's where I got my my mushroom light. It's a mushroom LED light. It's this right behind Ryan right now. It's pretty cool. Honestly, brings out the room. And like because of tall. that, I bought one on Amazon that's coming in tomorrow. It's a palm tree light. 
It's a palm tree. Don't fuck with me. Different climates, but you know we're gonna make it. <laughs> we're gonna make it work. Uh, and then I forgot what else I got. I got a nice shirt. Well, wait, wait. But you were excited to get that palm tree. You sent me something else. You yeah, sent yeah, me a we cactus were yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The right? cactus, the palm tree. Why I like it has a little bit of the flare, multicolor. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. But yeah, no, it was, it was just fun to hang out with family. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's been nice reconnecting a lot. Yeah, it's hard to work though. I do not want to work. Well, that's because you don't care. You're like, dude, I just want to go to. The... It's pretty much vacation time. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that's why I think it's always good for to give them like good amount of vacation time during these mm-hmm. the holidays. But anyways, uh, what was I gonna say? But yeah, it was nice. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I would like to stop smoking weed. I know that I know I'm still smoking the vape, which it's not too big on my list. Just because I, I, I don't do it as often as I do with the with that with the um, nicotine. But with why do you weed, want to stop smoking weed? Because I I feel like look that's I love smoking weed and that's when I'm the happiest. But that's also when I don't care about like my physique or whatever to where I'll eat whatever. And then in the morning I'm just bloated and it's like, well, fuck. It's just, it's, it's hard to not eat when I smoke. So it's more pleasure than reward. It's more pleasure. Yeah. But it's also like, I'm just happy though. Like I don't care about the things I overthink about on, on a regular basis. So that's why like usually I'll, I'll go home. Right. And I'll just smoke. Um, and it also, it does, help with sleeping of course but then in the morning like i want to sleep in more and it, it's just i picture if i cut that out then it would be a lot of benefit yeah you know because there's other stuff that i could do um besides smoking you know um, what they say about idle hands ryan idle hands are the devil's playground bro remember that guys ryan a wise man once told me <laughs> dude when i told ryan, you that uh, yeah you were like yo where did you get that from? That's good. I love how uh, that's such a dick move of me. Just like, <laughs> where did you get that from? I read it somewhere or I heard it somewhere, but it, it stayed with me. But dude, that's real shit, man. Idle hands. It's like, cause I'm home and I'm not tired. Right. And I'll be like, fuck it. Let's smoke. Let's have fun. Let's watch a show. Let's watch a movie. We should just learn to relax. Also. It's, it is very hard. I think especially nowadays you, you just want to, you feel like you have to be doing something. You have to be completely engaged, but you can just wind down. You can watch TV. I think if I'm being really honest, why I smoke is, uh, I, I, well, I think I said because I don't overthink and stuff, but also that like, that is the true, I, I, oh fuck, this sucks to say, I, I don't want to be sober. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, it's not like, because when I smoke, I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink beer or anything like that, or yeah, yeah. I don't want to do any drugs. But when I, I, I'll just smoke because I don't want to be in this. You're trying to get a head change. Well, yeah, uh, I want a head change. At the end of the day, it's like you're rewarding yourself, but too often. It is. And it I, is. Get, I get that. Especially because I'm on vacation. I've been smoking yeah, yeah. at night a Exactly. Lot. You're just enjoying vacation, but eventually that's why you have to get back to the next thing. But then here's the thing also. What, like if I smoke, like I, I, I don't think I could talk to women or like I, I don't think I could – like no function function properly if i'm not alone or with people that i oh, know oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean it, it yeah, it's definitely. weird i know this from experience yeah i get too much too don't talk to me yeah okay anyways anyway that's mine what about you man um i think 
I don't have any specific New Year's resolutions. I think I want to keep hiking a lot. I've been liking hiking, especially because I, I live by the mountains. So it's pretty nice. It's, uh, I'm really lucky that it's close by. Uh, I want to hang out with my family more, make time for the people I I, I love and I care about. And also uh, try to be more open and less judgmental. I think it's been a hard year, you know? I think uh, I've become a little bit more grumpy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just I have to let things go quicker. I think I just don't let things go sometimes. And sometimes I think like I'm getting I, – I am at the level of maturity where – not that I've reached the finish line, but it's hard to think that I still have so much to improve. I'm in denial that that I still make mistakes. That's very hard. Uh, I think I need to learn to let things go. I think a big thing, though, is that you're admitting it. So you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I think it's so I think just letting things go. Like, let it go. You, you don't have to... Because let's say you have maybe some let it small go. grudges is you just have to find a way to to let it go cuz you're only hurting yourself and your brain. They don't they don't know. They don't know that you're creating this this uh reality in your head. So yeah. That's a big thing though like we create our own reality in our head. Yeah. So then whatever we're thinking we project in our actions and then it's like well now you're just fucking yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I no, I, I, I get you. But I've I've been having a hard time sometimes especially with work. It it especially when you start working a lot, it burns you out and you just become kind of a zombie. But anyways, I, I am hopeful for hopeful for the new year. We're still we still we still got each other. We got this podcast. Hey, hey, wait, you're you're okay, right? <laughs> you're good? It's just <laughs> <laughs> one day, one step at a time. No, Kevin, no. <laughs> Once I make my move. <laughs> Anyway, guys. Uh, anyways, uh, we're thankful for you guys for listening. Um, to be honest, besides my mom, maybe my brother, uh, Donovan, Jesse, uh, whoever else I don't mention, uh, I forget who listens to this sometimes. But thank you for listening. Oh yeah, and I I think, dude, it's fun hanging out with you and and learning about. I think other it's good stuff. for us to have this structure in our life a little bit. We get to learn a little bit, and I think I think it's cool. I think so too. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of the Wiki 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 Room. Good night. Bye. Wiki 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 Room.